Well, everyone, good afternoon. As many of you know, I'm Leah Hank, and I serve as President for Freedom from USA. So our mission is to end the sex trafficking of minor girls in India. I want to thank you guys for taking a break in the middle of all of your busy days to come be here and celebrate the journey for freedom. Uh, we're incredibly proud of Sim's incredible physical accomplishment, um, and I just want to thank him for honoring the lives and the restoration journeys of the girls that Freedom From has rescued. Uh, but Sim was not alone in this journey. We're also grateful to each of you who joined us in this mission by either adding your own miles or by giving to see girls set free. Um, as we saw in March, incredible things can be achieved when we pull together. As you see, uh, Sim is with us today and we'll get a chance to um, hear some from him, interact, uh, hear what he has to share um, about what he learned through the journey um, and any questions that you all may have, but I never cease to be amazed at the tenacity, grit, perseverance that uh, took you through to that finish line. I'd like to just kick us off by asking Sim, what was the journey for freedom like for you? Uh, what was it like for me? Um, uh, well, physically, it was, you know, obviously it was, it was quite tiring, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a difficult month in in a lot of ways. I think there were things that, you know, I don't want to get overly spiritual. Potential, well, actually, no. You know, I do want to get overly spiritual. Like at the end of it, um, like one of my best friends died, um, which kind of shook me with a few days left to go, and um, I was feeling pretty fragile just from being really exhausted and stuff. But I think that's when everyone's prayer and all the support and stuff is suddenly like. I don't know, it really, it meant so much because when you're really struggling and you're feeling like, it's like that that poem, Footprints in the Sand, you feel like someone else has got to take over and carry you. And I wanted to get to that point because for me, a part of it was a bit of a pilgrimage and I wanted to know where I end and where God picks up. And, um, and that was quite evident to me throughout a lot of it, to be honest. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was challenging, but not not just in a physical sense. I had an opportunity to sort of walk next to you while you ran a bit on the last day of the journey. You're sharing some of the things you had been learning throughout. Is that anything you'd like to share with us today? Well, yeah, I wrote them all down. Um, and I don't know if it's there were kind of there are eight things which which I'll if if you're interested, I'll just go through quickly because they're all just I, I relate everything similarly to my dad through metaphors, and most of those are um, either to do with you know carpentry or or sports, well, running and cycling because dad's a cyclist, so he likes to relate it to that. But really, running is the purest, the purest form of exercise, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, so I was thinking a lot about the different kind of stages that I went through during the run, and and obviously it starts with training um and how having that solid foundation is so important because you have to trust your training when things go wrong you need to have something to fall back on and know that well I've done the work so I know that I can do this and I, and that just made me think about the importance of a good spiritual foundation and going to a solid church and reading your bible and having all those kind of foundational elements in your life that when you start to struggle you can reflect back on and say no I know the promises of God and I, I've, I've got my feet firmly planted on those. Um, and so that was kind of the, the first parallel, I guess, between the run and 
and the kind of um, the Christian walk slash run that that it uh, was, yeah, running parallel to. Um, and then on about day, I can't remember what day it was. It was about five days in, I think, was when my first injury started to kind of crop up. Um, and uh, I started thinking about well, how injuries are an inevitability, basically, in life. You're gonna you're gonna struggle. You're gonna have things that set you back and knock you down and that having the support of freedom firm and everyone else following along at that time that was you know i couldn't stop if i'd just been out for a run and i'd gotten injured i would have gone well i better stop because you know don't want to make it worse but um having all the support you know and and the ability to to be lifted up by other people in in prayer and just in general encouragement um, and having positive people around to coach me and help me, this chap Nathan from Apex Fitness helped so much. And again, I started thinking to the parallels of, so in, in running, yeah, it's kind of having a good coach and and the, the right people to, to help you. But in the Christian walk, it's all about, you know, having accountability partners or having a, a good people at church that you can talk to and being willing and open to share your troubles with other people i don't christian life isn't supposed to be a solitary walk at all i think we're supposed to be in community with other people and we're supposed to share our struggles so that we can bless each other in the way that we help through those struggles and i just felt very blessed throughout the whole thing um i'll try and like fly through these because otherwise i'll just end up chatting for ages um also yeah at the start of it it was very hard to hold myself back pacing wise because you kind of you know you want to get out the gate and just like leg it and and so I was you know Rachel told me that if she saw that I ran any faster than an eight minute mile she'd she'd be quite upset basically um so I uh I was accountable to her for that which was good but um yeah I pacing is so important and burnout is is a real like you know it's a concern if you if you go out too fast in a run you basically you change the kind of energy system that you're using you burn up all your sugars and then you hit the wall or what people refer to as the wall um and it's very hard to come back from that it has a very psychological effect hitting the wall um and so going out in a controlled manner and knowing what you're capable of this one's you know possibly a controversial point but i think that applies equally with with the christian walk i think it's very easy to get very fired up go out try and take on the world on your own and um and burn out and whether or not you you burn out or or because you've done so much and you've worked so hard or you never really get going in the first place it doesn't really make a difference the important thing is finishing um so pacing yourself is was one of the takeaways that i that i got from it um we have to finish and we have to finish strong and i i, I was at a talk just the other day by this um he was a professional bow hunter who came and spoke at our church last week and he was talking about some of the trials of his life and he very sadly lost a son at age 22 and he was saying about about the importance of finishing strong but the difference between finishing strong in the human race you know as in as in in our life and in in a running race is that a running race you know where the finish line is going to be and so you prepare yourself to finish strong the finish line in my life could be tomorrow it could be in 50 years time so we have to be prepared to finish strong at any moment um 
and that really challenged me when I when this chap started talking about that. And again, because it's got a nice running metaphor in it, it's I remember it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that really spoke to me. Um, the next thing I, I was thinking about a lot was recovery, because the number of days that I would finish and think, oh, my goodness, I can barely walk. How am I going to do this again tomorrow, especially when that's happening 10 days into it? And, you know, you've still got another three weeks left. Um, so trusting recovery was huge um, because it's incredible how different you can feel one day to the next. Like emotions change with the weather. Um, but yeah, trusting your, your the recovery and trusting the different parts of your body to fulfill the roles that they're intended for. Again, it was fairly early on in it. I started getting some real calf issues um, in the backs of my legs. And uh, resultantly, I changed my running style to try and like protect my calves from getting overly worked. And by changing my running style, I then created different issues that were worse in the fronts of my legs because I'd suddenly shifted all my body weight and made muscles that are very small muscles compared with my calves in the fronts of my legs do a lot more work than they should do. Um, and that got me to thinking, well, obviously about the trusting recovery, allow those bigger muscles to work, but also there's a verse in the Bible that talks about the different parts of the body and how they each have a particular role to play. And I was thinking about the body of the church and how we each have a particular role to play. And again, if you try and take on everything yourself, you can't do it and we need to trust each other within the, the church and the Christian community to, to take on different aspects of it. And, and I, with this particular event that was really embodied, I think was by the whole, yeah, the whole freedom firm team taking on all different parts of it. Um, you know, it was nice just being able to run because, you know, that's kind of the easy bit really. It's the fun bit in some ways. Um, but yeah, everyone played a different role. And if, if I'd had to try and do the entire thing on my own, I don't think it would have gone very well. <laughs> um, all right, just a couple more little points. Sorry. Um, Self-assessment was a huge thing that I started taking very seriously about two weeks in, which was trying to be extremely aware of where injuries were starting to crop up and what would potentially escalate and become a much bigger problem if I didn't do something about it. So a small blister is just a small blister until you've ignored it for a couple of days. And before you know, you can't walk because it's become some horrible sore that's, you know, extremely painful. And again, that relates. Um, I just think it's it's really important to to check yourself regularly. If it's in your if it's in your daily devotion or whatever it is, you pray about the things you struggle about and you share with your your, you know, spouse or with your church group or whatever it might be. Because seeing the issues that can become the the kind of, I think Jordan Peterson refers to them as the dragons that eventually take you down. Like you need to, um, yeah, if you're aware of it, you can check little things like, you know, you're having a, a beer a day that become, well, a beer, a beer a week that becomes a beer a day that becomes a few too many. And if you're just aware of what's going on and you can check your your habits and your stride, and you can stop these things developing. Oh, that's the hope. Unchecked problems become big problems. Um, it's not over till it's over. <laughs> About two days before the end, I suddenly started feeling really good and was like, oh, great. My injuries are all gone. I must have clicked finally uh, four weeks in. I was like, oh, I finally clicked in and I'm, I'm in my stride. So I got a bit overly excited. By that point, I was stuck on a treadmill because the um, the road camber had kind of 
destroyed my ankles. Um, so I was on the treadmill and thought, you know, this is it. I'll just ramp the speed up. And uh, I was in a bit of a hurry because I just had a son and wanted to get home. And um, yeah, kind of blasted the last 10 miles. Might have gone a little bit under eight minute mile pace just because, uh, you know, Rachel wasn't there to tell me off. And man alive, did I pay for that the next day? Like, it's not over till it's over. So yeah, don't don't suddenly take off thinking you've made it. Because yeah, the next day, I think I had to walk the last five miles or something. And what would have taken me five hours ended up taking about seven. So yeah, that was pretty grim. Um, and the last thing I had on the list was just take nothing for granted. Um, and uh, do not become complacent. Do all things for the glory of God. Um, yeah. Don't take anything for granted. Every step we get to take, we only take it once. Um, even if it hurts, we should try and be, uh, you know, praise the Lord in the good times and the bad. And um, yeah, finish strong. That's that's about it. That's what I got. That's amazing, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. And and I mean, the, these these big things that these journeys we go on truly are what teach us. And it just sounds like you learned so much i've tried to take as many notes as i can of apply uh, <laughs> some of these things but um i invite you all if you have any questions for sim uh feel free to to unmute yourself or raise your hand or put it in the chat box um, sim, hi thank you so much for all your sharing uh today as well as the whole month of march um what was your inspiration this how did this idea come to you <laughs> well marlo and me had spoken ages ago about me doing a marathon or something to raise money but i i, I kind of shot myself in the foot when i was about 22 i ran with a friend from london to paris and then did the paris marathon once we got there so i thought if i try and raise any money by just doing a marathon no one's going to take me very seriously because i've already done i did eight in the week then and uh and so yeah it'd be a bit of a step in the wrong direction just to go back to running one and then um, and then when we started talking about how many girls had been rescued and it came out at 900 and I thought, oh, that's nice, easy maths, 30 for 30. That would be quite a fun challenge. So I guess it, yeah, developed over time. Um, it almost became a thousand in the month. And then I'm glad we didn't do that because, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of already pushing it a little bit, I think. But as good as it would have been for another 100 girls who've been rescued in that short time, I think I might have still had to keep it to 900. Thank you. I didn't have a question, Roger. Rumor, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've been a, a big fan of the amazing work of Freedom Firm. And when I first heard of your plan to run 30 miles a day for 30 days, I thought you had lost your ever-loving mind. And yet, and yet, uh, you did this. And so uh, I appreciate you sharing uh, your gifts by running for the the girls. Uh, congratulations on finishing this. Thank you for sharing the journey with us. The videos every day that you posted, uh, you know, blessed me and uh, so many others. So uh, congratulations and uh, may God continue to bless you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. What what kept you motivated, Sim? How did you? How did you keep going day after day when we had to see you being poked by apex or worked on by neighbors well, or 
Yeah. That was very easy, actually. Like, if, if you want to be motivated to do something, then you just need to have a good cause to do it for. Like, if you if enough people, if you feel like you've put enough responsibility on yourself to get something done, then you're going to get it done. Um, so motivation was never a problem. Um, because, yeah, I, I said from the start that if I had to crawl the thing, I would. And I would have. Um, I'm really glad I didn't have to. My feet mm. were sore enough. My knees would have been awful. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, having the, the names at one point I was running behind a friend of mine who, um, who joined me for a few miles and he was wearing a freedom firm t-shirt with all the names of all the girls down the back of it. And that was quite cool to be running, looking at those names. Um, it's just like, ah, this is, you know, that never, as soon as there was any kind of struggle, you instantly, you remember why you're doing it. And you're like, well, this is so much bigger than me. So I would just do it. Um, which was great because yeah it blessed me in so many ways um, like it's nice to people think oh it's this big sacrifice but I got a lot out of it as well um, in terms of you know sp spiritual walk and uh, and just yeah the blessing from so many people being so engaged with it um, and I mean we raised almost $85,000 so I feel like there's no way I ever could have earned that amount of money and given it to to Freedom Firm in in a single month. So it was just yeah, huge. Everyone that chimed in and supported it really did make it yeah, made it worth. That's, that's a great segue because we. I I also want to tell everyone here and and those who will watch it later, but just that we are so grateful for the ways you guys connected, the ways you were engaged with Freedom Firm gave. Um, it was just amazing. Um, and so we also want to invite you all to continue to, to stay connected. This, just like Sims run was day after day, um, grueling, but, but this, this, what we're on with the girls is a, is a long journey. It's a long haul. Um, one thing we want to invite you all, if you, if you want to continue to be connected in a way, as we've talked about freedom from Fridays taking a Friday to share um, the work of Freedom Firm, whether that's by wearing your Freedom Firm t-shirt, uh, tell people about the journey for freedom, tell them about the girls that were, were touched, whether that's sharing, forwarding an impact update or sharing a post um, or leaving a comment. Uh, and I'll say about Facebook, Instagram, you know, it's a very small thing, but liking it, sharing it or leaving a comment enable so many more people to be able to see it. So it's actually a great impact for a very small, uh, small thing. You can also share a podcast um, or listen to a podcast, share it with a friend. Uh, you could even volunteer to record one. Um, each of each, every other week, we release a new podcast sharing one of the stories of the girls who's been rescued. Um, and, and you can choose to be a voice for her and share that story. We also want to invite you to consider, uh, if you're not already, to consider giving monthly. Um, it, we are here for the long haul. Freedom From commits to walk uh, with a girl through her journey of rescue, restoration, and justice for as long as she needs us. Um, so we invite you to walk alongside her as well for that long journey and to invest in her rescue, restoration, and justice monthly. Huge thank you to... Sim for taking up this challenge for um, just giving of yourself in such a, a huge way. Um, 
We thank you, Sim, and we thank you to each of you all for both coming today and being involved in the journey in the many ways that you were. So appreciate you. If you have any further questions and don't need to run, uh, we'll hang out here for a little while. But um, otherwise, we also understand if you've got to get back to work. Thank you all for coming out today.